Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series titled Seven Proverbial Characters. Now, those seven proverbial characters are as follows. First, scoffer. Second, simple. Third, fool. Fourth, feeble. Fifth, prudent. Sixth, wicked. And seventh, wise. We've already covered characters one through four. But now we'll continue with proverbial character number five, titled, The Prudent. And it says in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 8, The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. This word prudent means shrewd, sensible, conservative, practical, sober, careful in providing for the future, and one who receives correction. Prudent is a smart word. The prudent character understands his way by praying, learning, planning, budgeting, and timing. This is the person who counts the cost before the task is committed to. The prudent is a lover of the facts and faces them accordingly. They save money for their retirement, they don't overspend, and everything is based upon efficiency. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 16 says it this way, Every prudent man acts with knowledge, but a fool lays open his folly. If I'm correct, at this point, there are many of us who don't want to read the rest of this devotion. Maybe we need to stop and pray right now for the prudent anointing to come upon us and help us. What a great word, but also it's a convicting word. I believe the word of God is extravagant, but not frivolous, creative, but not unorganized prosperous but not greedy. Prudent is a balancing word. It's just practical, wise, smart, planned, organized, and ready. It's also a protective word. It can stand for abstinence, discretion, savings fund, retirement fund, debt-free, contentment, and walking in the spirit. This is why a famous financial company named itself Prudential. Some antonyms would be expensive, impulsive, careless, reckless, foolish, hasty, rash, nonsensical, and indiscreet. The Word of God defines itself as prudent. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 4, in speaking about the benefits of the Word of God, it says, To give prudence to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. Well, praise the Lord. Again, we see there is hope for the simple. Oh, but then there's the correction part. 
in Proverbs 15, 5, a fool despises his father's instruction, but he who receives correction is prudent. Well, then I guess a prudent person receives correction. The scoffer, the simple, the fool, the feeble, the prudent, the wicked, and wise. The next character I want to talk about is proverbial character number six, the wicked. In Psalm 10, verse 4, it says, The wicked in his proud countenance does not seek God. God is in none of his thoughts. This word wicked means godless, ungodly, immoral, unrighteous, criminal, villainous, and does not receive correction. Well, the opposite of wicked would be good, virtuous, and godly. Many people believe man by nature is born good, and occasionally he does something bad. Well, this is actually incorrect. Because of our inheritance through the first Adam, we're all born with the nature of sin, and we need to be born again through Christ, who's the second Adam, and offers his righteousness in substitution for our sin. I call this the divine exchange. 2 Corinthians 5.21, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So the correct saying would be, man is born with the nature of sin, and occasionally he does something good. (laughs) The inherited fallen nature of man through Adam is why we see great evil and wickedness in our world. Satan has influenced the sinful nature of man to do some very evil and dark things. Not everyone is at the same level of evil. However, like Romans 3.23 says, we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every one of us needs to be saved. You might believe you're a generally good person, and I commend you for that. However, we cannot be naive and say tremendous evil and wickedness does not exist in our world. Who can fathom serial killers, pedophiles, rapists, murderers, thieves, cannibals, sex slaves, and the list goes on and on? There's a very dark world many of us never see. There are things happening in the world right now that we could never imagine, much less believe. Why? Because we live in a fallen world born with the nature of sin. There can be no forgiveness without sin, and there can be no grace without judgment. I'm so glad God sent his son. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. One thing people find difficult to discuss is the judgment of God. God's judgment is different, though. He's a righteous judge. Righteous can be defined as good, honest, fair, morally right, and justifiable. The opposite is evil and wicked. But the Lord is known by his righteous judgments. In the book of Psalms, chapter 9, verse 16, It says, the Lord is known by the judgment he executes. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. You see, some people find it hard to believe that God judges unrepentant people to an eternity in hell. But the reality is that they are snared in the work of their own hands. Let me read Psalm 916 again. The Lord is known by the judgment he executes. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. And Psalm 9, verse 17 says, The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God. Yes, the wicked shall be turned into hell. Is there any hope for the wicked? 
Well, absolutely. That's why Christ died, to save the sinner. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That was spoken of by John the Baptist, by Jesus, by Peter, Paul, and the apostle John. So to the wicked, we would say repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then there's proverbial character number seven. His name is the wise. Proverbs chapter one, verse five. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. The word wise means to be and act wise. They will seek counsel and instruction and will always respond well to correction. And the Bible says they will inherit glory. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 31, the ear that hears the rebukes of life will abide among the wise. Proverbs 19 and verse 20, listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 35 says, the wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. Let's review all of this. We have the scoffer, the simple, the fool, the feeble, the prudent, the wicked, and the wise. Well, the scoffer, they're called scornful mockers. The Bible says do not correct them, but rather punish them. Then there's the simple. They're called foolish, naive, and open-minded, both in a good and bad sense. Now, they can change, and when they see the scoffer punished, they will become wise. And then there's the fool. He's wise in his own eyes and knows everything. He despises correction and wisdom and says there is no God. Well, the Bible instructs us to rebuke him and tell him to wake up to the truth. And then there's the feeble. These are the needy, those who have stumbled and are weak. They typically love God but just can't do the everyday affairs of life due to physical or mental issues, and they need our help. Then there's the prudent. These are those who are practical and they prepare for the future. Prudent people help the simple. The prudent understands his way, and the prudent receives correction well. Then there's the wicked. Words that express this character are the ungodly, the unrighteous, criminal, guilty, and does not receive correction. And without repentance and salvation through Christ, he's doomed to eternity in hell. But don't forget, we have all sinned and need salvation through Christ. And last but not least, there's the wise. They seek counsel and instruction and always respond well to correction, and they will inherit glory. Proverbs chapter 9, verses 10 through 12, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years of life will be added to you. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. And if you scoff, you'll bear it alone. So the moral of the story is, if you're a scoffer, then you're a scoffer indeed. If you're simple, pay attention to the punishment of the scoffer and become wise. If you're a fool, when will you be wise? If you are feeble, well, let someone help you. If you are prudent, your attitude and efforts will lead you the right way. And all of us who are simple should have this characteristic. And if you're wicked, you are snared in the work of your own hands, and without repentance and salvation, you will suffer eternity in hell. And if you're wise, you will always seek counsel and instruction and receive correction, and you shall inherit glory. 
Of all seven characters, there are two common principles that are either received or rejected. The first is the ability to accept authority. That's very important. And the second one is the ability to accept correction. Both can only come through the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 12, For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father the son in whom he delights. Again, if you're a scoffer, then you're a scoffer indeed. If you're simple, pay attention to the punishment of the scoffer and become wise. If you're a fool, when will you be wise? If you're feeble, let someone help you. If you're prudent, your attitude and efforts would lead you the right way. And all of us who are simple should have this characteristic. If you're wicked, you are snared in the work of your own hands, and without repentance and salvation, you will suffer eternity in hell. And if you're wise, you will always seek counsel and instruction and receive correction, and you shall inherit glory. Once again, our time is up. So tune in tomorrow, same time, same place, and same channel, and we'll begin a brand new message. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.